Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm Marla Martinson, a crystal-loving, tarot-slinging, matchmaker, author, and energy healer. I'm here to inspire you to heal the past, live in the moment, and put some magic and fun in finding your soulmate. This is a place where we talk about all things love, light, how to make your dreams come true, and awaken to your authentic self by consciously creating your reality. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Mystical Matchmaker. Yes, I'm your host, Marla Martinson. And how do you like my new intro, you guys? I decided that I needed a new and fresh intro and I went into the studio. My hubby Adolfo has a recording studio at home and he he um, composed that beautiful music and I wrote the intro and we put it together and I always have fun doing the recordings, you know. I also uh, have some guided meditations that are really great. I've got one. If you go to my website, marlamartinson.com, right there, It'll pop up or it's just right on the front page where you can put in your email and you will get a free self-love guided meditation that's just beautiful. It's, you know, under, it's 10 minutes or under and it puts some beautiful self-love affirmations into your subconscious um, to love yourself. Even if you're not single, um, it's, we got to love ourselves to attract things into our life and the whole point of life is to have fun. So I've been up here in Washington State near Seattle, my hometown. Uh, came up here for 10 days to see my mother, Donna Reed. And I come up about every two and a half to three months. And it's great when you work for yourself, which I always had that that dream, that goal of being my own boss, pulling my own strings. And then we're able to Make your own schedule and take your laptop and work from wherever. So I've been able to come up here whenever I want and spend time with her. And then I went up the Olympic Peninsula to a place called Port Townsend, which is one of my favorite places. It is a Victorian seaport um, founded in the 1800s. And there's still, uh, they keep it like a no-growth uh, policy, so they they're not putting in big box stores or big billboards or anything like that. Uh, so they have authentic Victorian mansions, uh, smaller Victorian homes, bed and breakfasts, fabulous, uh, you know, some art and uh, like music and my uh, one of my BFFs, Robin, Rock and Robin, who we've been friends for 35 years. Uh, as a coincidence, she moved up there three years ago and. So um, often when I come up, I'll, I'll take the drive up, which is just about, oh, two hours from my mom's, and uh, we'll spend some time together. We went to this pub called Uptown Pub, and Robin was hosting a musical trivia game. So uh, we had a lot of fun. I was on a team, and they'd play one minute uh, from 20 different songs and give you a little bit of clues and you play the game and it was so cool. They let dogs in that pub and there was like this German shepherd with his paws up on a stool, like at the bar. And I was like, this is too cool. Um, it's a, it's a dreamy place. It's somewhere that I would love to move. If, if I, my hubby would never do it though. He says, I'm a big city man. I'm not moving there, but, but uh, at least I get to spend time 
So today I want to talk about uh, attracting love into your life. I want to talk about the chakra system. If you don't know what that is, I'm going to explain it. But I've always had a lot of fun using the law of attraction, uh, challenging myself to attract things that I want into my life. And I've been able to do a lot of it. I've, I've been writing some blog posts on my blog. Also, I've got a blog on my website, MarlaMartinson.com. So go there as well because I've been posting a lot of uh, great blogs on attracting your soulmate. And um, I talk about some of the things that I've managed to attract, uh, my perfect dream home, my uh, career, my amazing dog, Macy, um, the way we met was really uh, magical. It wasn't just like go down to the, to the, um, uh, what do you call a shelter and pick out a dog or to the pet shop. It was, it was a whole other story there uh, that was super magical and just a whole bunch of stuff, uh, getting a book deal. And so I wanted to share one of my favorite law of attraction games to try today. And that is called the soulmate trick. And I, I did write about this in uh, my book, Excuse Me, Your Soulmate is Waiting. And um, so what you do is you take a piece of paper, you write down all of the qualities that you're looking for in the person of your dreams. Now, you could use this with anything you want to track, but we'll talk about soulmates since this is the Mystical Matchmaker podcast. So write down on a piece of paper all the qualities you're looking for in that person, make it as detailed as you like. This is your magical script. Script. So, for example, if I were to write one for myself, it would probably go something like this. I am affirming that the right man is on his way to me now. He possesses qualities that I admire, qualities that I admire. He is caring, romantic, affectionate, generous, and creative with a great sense of humor. He is cultured, well-traveled, and bilingual. He is honest, faithful, cherishes his family, and loves animals, especially dogs. So I put the bilingual in there because I'm a real um, uh, linguist. I love learning other languages, speaking other languages. So uh, I had my my ex-husband was French, and we were married for seven years, and I did uh, get my French to be fluent. And then my hubby now, Adolfo, of eight, 18 years, he's from Mexico City, so his first language is Spanish, and I've been able to get that to a conversational level, and see, yeah, I just love that. So it's fun to have somebody to, to speak with, so I did get that. So that's what I would put in there, put in there things that you love. So like travel, if, if a guy told me I'm never traveling anywhere, well, that would probably be a, be a problem. Uh, somebody who's romantic, I got a Latino, he's super muy romantico. And then, of course, uh, it's hard to go through life without a dog for me. So we've got our dog. So take that, write yours. You can make it longer. You could put the things in there that are kind of like your non-negotiables that you would really love to have in a partner. And uh, try to put things that um, I always shy away. I tell singles, try not to put yourself in a box and say, you can do it, but, you know, try not to say he has to be over six feet tall or he has to have this color hair or you want to have be open to what the universe has for you you might just be so pleasantly surprised and somebody might come in in a in a package that you weren't expecting but there are some things that you're going to have as non-negotiables that you'll want to do with somebody so put that in there make it fun so write that down put this paper in your wallet or your purse 
and feel that this powerful statement, you know, feel this powerful affirmation is attracting the right partner to you. Be careful not to feel the lack that he's not there yet. He or she, if there's any men listening to this podcast, make sure that your feelings are vibrating that energy, that this person's here. Read through your script several times a day and even say it out loud. It is, again, very important to be specific and feel the scenario. But also look at your expectations while you're in the dating process. So just like I was talking about, you don't want to put yourself in a box. So while it would be great to get every detail of the person you're hoping for, the reality is you're not building a mate from scratch in a laboratory like Dr. Frankenstein. So in other words, you you may need to revise or rewrite your script as you become more soulful and more dropping down into your heart, your heart chakra, and really zeroing in on that ideal soulmate for you. So the better your script reflects what is best for you, the more likely it is to come true because you will know that in your heart. You'll really feel that this is this person is ready for you and this person is, is coming into your life. So I love that. It's, this is the script writing, those little those affirmations is something that has really worked well for me. Um, it's my favorite uh, process for law of attraction. So let's talk about the chakra system and how that can help attract. So I love this, um, this uh, quote Doreen Virtue had, had uh, written. When we open our heart chakra fully to divine love, other people notice the glow that naturally emanates from deep within us. So that heart chakra is crucial. The Sanskrit word chakra literally translates to wheel or disc. And this term reveals to the wheels of energy throughout the body. There are many, many, many chakras in the human body, but there are seven main ones located along the central core axis. Okay, located deep in the body, along the spinal cord going up. So the seven main chakras, they begin at the base of the spine and they finish at the top of the head. So they're fixed in the central spine column. They're located on both the front and the back of the body. And they're charged and recharged through contact with the stream of cosmic energy. Isn't that magical? I love that. That's that universal life force energy that comes through that animates us. And since I'm an energy healer, I do a lot of energy work. It is so powerful to know that, to know that that universal energy is coming through me. And when I heal people, it's coming through my hands, my body, through my chakras. This invisible energy is called prana. It's a vital life force, and it keeps us vibrant, healthy, and alive. Each chakra is located throughout our body so that it correlates to a specific body ailment and physical dysfunction. So each energy center also houses our mental and emotional strengths. So what does that mean? If the chakras aren't balanced or if those energies are blocked, the basic life force will be slowed down, causing you to feel exhausted, maybe depressed, a little out of sorts. And not only will physically body functions be affected so that diseases may manifest, but the thought processes and the mind may also be affected. A constant balance between the chakras will promote health and a sense of general well-being. So let's start with the first one. The first chakra, 
uh, is the base the base chakra and that color and each chakra uh, associates with a color so that is the color red a vibrant beautiful red which is located down at the base of the spine and that's the chakra of stability security earthly grounding and physical survival so this chakra is associated with your legs your feet bones your large intestine and adrenal glands when this chakra is open we feel safe fearless uh, we feel, um, you know, uh, this is all to do with survival. So if you have a blockage there, it might manifest as paranoia, procrastination, defensiveness, fear. And physically, what that can manifest is extra weight, lower back pain, chronic fatigue, constipation, arthritis, sleep issues. So to open and balance the base chakra, there's some things that you can do. You want to connect to the earth by walking on grass or, or the dirt barefoot so you're connecting with, with the earth. Ground yourself to the earth by doing yoga. You can dance, turn on your favorite zippy tune and move it, swivel those hips, belly dancing, awesome way to open up the root chakra. You can wear the color red. Also, the foods you eat, since it's about grounding you to the earth, root vegetables, beets, garlic, turnips, ginger, potatoes, parsnips, just a few options. Red fruits are also grounding, so you can have apples or pomegranates. Now the second chakra, that color is orange. That is located between the base of your spine and your navel, the sacral chakra. It's the chakra of creativity. It's also the sexual center. It's associated with your lower abdomen, the kidneys, the bladder, the circulatory system, your reproductive organs and glands. It's concerned with emotion, so it's water, watering. This chakra represents desire, pleasure, sexuality, procreation, creativity, because you're birthing. Like if you're writing a book, you're going to birth that book. It's your creative uh, area center. Blockage, it may manifest as emotional or sexual problems, compulsive or obsessive behavior, lack of sexual desire, or you know, being frigid. Pessimism, lack of creativity. Physically, if you have a closed uh, second chakra, it can manifest as sciatic pain, terrible PMS, uh, perimenopausal symptoms, chronic fatigue, loss of joyful energy. So we want to open and balance that sacral chakra. What can you do? Visualize orange. Imagine a bright, healing orange glow filling up your entire lower abdomen. You can spend time near open water. You can express your creativity through writing, journaling, music, dancing. Listen to the musical note D. Uh, the second chakra's element is water, so pure water is, is great. Be sure to keep hydrated. Uh, so orange foods also, papaya, passion fruit, juicy fruits like mango, melon, strawberries can give that sacral chakra a boost. So then the third chakra is yellow. It's located a few inches above the navel in the solar plexus area. So it's called the solar plexus chakra. And that means, um, so the, the, the third chakra is our source of personal power associated with your digestive system, pancreas, and adrenals. So laughter, joy, anger, that's all associated with this chakra. And a blockage might manifest as anger, frustration, lack of direction, playing the victim. I had to work a lot on that. So open and balance that solar plexus chakra. Participate in vigorous sports or activities. Wear a gold bracelet or a necklace. 
carry yellow gemstones like amber, tiger's eyes, topaz, spend time outdoors in the sun, use uh, aromatherapy oils like rosemary, grapefruit, orange. The foods uh, with the third chakra associated to that is bananas, sunflower seeds, yellow peppers, yellow lentils, spices, ginger, chamomile, mint, cumin. All right, the fourth chakra, I love this, the heart chakra, the color's green. It's said that the heart chakra is the most important chakra as it integrates the higher chakras with the lower chakras and allows you to feel and express the most important force in the world, love. To attract love into your life, clear and balance the heart chakra. So that is located at the heart center, and it's, in the, it, it's at the middle of the seven and it unit, unit, unifies the lower chakras and the upper chakras of spirit. So the heart chakra serves as a bridge between our body, mind, emotions, and spirit. It is the source of love and connection. Um, it's also associated with your lungs, your heart, your arms, hands, and the thymus gland. We fall in love through our heart chakra. So a blockage can manifest as immune system, lung and heart problems, lack of compassion or self-love. You might become critical, suspicious, defenseless um, of those around you. So to open and balance that heart chakra, uh, try adding kale or spinach to your morning smoothie, a small salad with every meal. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Do forgiveness uh, work and meditations to release, uh, to release any resentment or grudges. Um, Wear rose quartz. Also, rose quartz is used to raise self-esteem, a strong sense of self-worth. It's also called the love stone, and rose quartz has a high vibrational energy that can enhance love in virtually any situation. I love that rose quartz. The fifth chakra is blue. It is located in the area of the throat, and this is the source of verbal expression and the ability to speak our highest truth. Communication, self-expression judgment, creativity, uh, as well as senses of inner and outer hearing, the coming together of ideas. So that includes um, physically, the neck, shoulders, thyroid, parathyroid glands, jaw, mouth, tongue, and blockage can show up as creative blocks, dishonesty, honesty, uh, or general problems in communicating um, your needs to others. So open and balance the throat chakra. Uh, how do we do that? Singing or chanting is a great way to balance and open the throat chakra. Blue gems are associated with this chakra. Wearing a magical pair of blue earrings or a necklace uh, is an easy way. Is an easy way to um, open that. Uh, imagine a beautiful blue light at the base of your throat. Inhale as you visualize that healing blue color, and then exhale tension and stress. Um, eat fruit, especially the ones that grow on trees, apples, apricots. Um, what else? You want to um, add some fresh lemon juice to your drinking water, lemons and limes. It's really good for clearing out stuck energy. So um, use essential oils, basil, bergamot, spearmint, peppermint. Those are all great. Then we move up to the sixth chakra, which is indigo. And that is the third eye chakra, the, the uh, pineal gland. It's located between the eyebrows. 
So focusing on opening the sixth chakra will help you hone in on the ability to be a more intuitive, extraordinary intellect, wisdom, intuition, spiritual insight. They're all available to us humans, but few of us even begin to tap into that incredible potential. I love trying to tap into that. Clearing and balancing your sixth chakra can help you tap into these vast capabilities. So a blockage, it might manifest as problems like lack of foresight, mental rigid, rigidity, depression. People with an underdeveloped sixth chakra, they might be fearful of change or being in the limelight. You might have foggy thinking, trouble concentrating. You might be, if, if it's blocked, you may be prone to follow the crowd, even when it's contrary to what you really believe. So to open and balance that third eye chakra, you can keep a dream journal. You can wear deep blue gemstones such as uh, shugalite, azurite, lapis lazuli, purple fluorite. I love that. Eat dark blue fruits such as blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, purple grapes. Uh, You can drink grape juice. Enjoy some dark chocolate. Also, accept situations as they come and as they are. Um, It's a great way to open and strengthen that sixth chakra, so being in the moment and and accepting things. So we go to the seventh chakra, which I've been having a lot of energy swirling around up there, and that is the crown chakra, which is the color violet. That is the chakra of enlightenment and uh, deep spiritual connection to our higher selves, to the divine, It's the seat of the one mind or infinite intelligence. It is the point of entry into the body and also the point of departure when we leave the body behind, when we're going into that other dimension, transitioning from this life to the next. When we want to open and balance that that, uh, seventh chakra, so uh, consistent meditation is definitely the key. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Prayer is a wonderful way to slowly open up this center to universal love and guidance. So when you're meditating or praying, you can imagine seeing divine energy pouring into your crown chakra as a violet, white orb quickly spinning at the top of your head. And see if you don't feel some heat or some prickling up there. I often feel prickling when my crown chakra is opening, and I love that feeling. Also being a service, reaching out to help others, it strengthens that connection to your divine uh, connection and to your environment. You can burn some high-frequency essential oils such as ylang ylang, jasmine, frankincense, sandalwood, rosewood, patchouli, betty bear. You could get one of those aroma lamps and do that during meditation. Uh, sit with an object from nature to which you feel an affinity, like a rock, uh, seashell, pine cone, feathers. Just try to get your connection to it and and tune in and see what messages you get. So one more thing before I, I close out on this podcast about the chakras and, and how to, how to um, attract what you want and get your energy flowing, forgiveness is really, really important. Um, Mother Teresa of Calcutta said, if we really want to love, we must learn how to forgive. Uh, Shakespeare said, to err is human, to forgive divine. Forgiveness really has that unique quality of healing relationships and healing ourselves. Both the forgiver and the forgiven are released. But it doesn't mean you have to deny the other person's responsibility for hurting you. It doesn't minimize or justify what they did. But you can forgive that person without excusing the act. 
it just brings a kind of peace that helps you go on with life. If you hold on to that anger, uh, that will close down your chakras. It will affect your energy in all areas of your life. So doing a forgiveness practice is really important. Um, Buddha once said, this is really uh, resonating with me, holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else, but you are the one who gets burned. Yeah, you know, forgiveness can be difficult, but holding that grudge is not going to fix anything. That hot coal you're holding on to, it's just burning you. It's burning your hand. So forgiving is more than just verbally accepting an apology as well. In order to forgive, you have to let go of your anger and your negative thoughts. And you have to forgive that person, thing, situation. You have to forgive it deep within yourself and your heart. And when somebody you love and trust hurts you, anger or sadness and confusion can just like set in. And if you dwell on those hurtful events, grudges um, and hostility, just it takes root. So I'll just leave you with this, another Mother Teresa uh, quote. People are often unreasonable and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, people may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough. Give your best anyway. For you see, in the end, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. And I just love that. So I hope this helps. Um, please, if you, if you enjoy my podcast, please go to iTunes and leave a review or at least click the five stars or four stars, whatever, however many stars are there, and uh, love to hear from you. I have a, a contact box on my website, marlamartinson.com, and please go get your guided self-love meditation and sending you much love, and until next time, bye, everybody.